Hi, I'm Sarah Kuhn. I'm the author of Dr. Afra, the audiobook, and you are listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. It is I, C-3PO. A Utini Podcast Network production. Artu says the chances of survival are 725. Episode 111, The Books We Never Read. We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life. On this episode, what did you think of the Bad Batch? Because he's holding a thermal detonator. Martian Rowe orders a pretzel. Thank the maker. And the Utini crew talks about the books that were never read. This oil bath is going to feel so good. And now, here are your hosts. Look who it is. Dr. Corey Helton. Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, and Wes Jenkins. Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome into the Living Force, a Utini Network podcast. I'm going to start saying that more often to brand ourselves. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk about the books we've never read is the full host of hosts. Ew, hated that. Dr. Corey Helton's here first though. <laughs> is he though? Is he though? <laughs> Oh my god, my heart <laughs> split split second of panic, right? <laughs> what? Corey! Uh, hey man. Alright. Hello. Hello. <laughs> all is all is well. All is well because you're here. All yeah. is mm-hmm. all is weller because we have um let's see. Uh what is it? A uh, video editor extraordinaire, Mace Windu number one fan, Dr. Charles Hankel's right. back. I'm here. I'm live. I'm in person. This is not a recording. Um I'll hold up today's newspaper or something. Um I'm excited. <laughs> Just what a recording would say. Yeah, exactly. I I'm excited. TLF does the TBRs, the to be read list. I'm I'm Dang. psyched to hear if we have any of the same books. Oh, maybe. I'd be excited about that, but not as excited as I would be to see the glorious face of Wes Jenkins. Hello, hello, everyone. I might be, even before we even start the show, the MVP of this episode. Because if we're going to talk about (laughs) books that you've never read, I'm your guy. (laughs) I I love the idea of a self-appointed MVP in any context. It's like, no, it's me. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what happens in the NBA now, right? They're all just like, no, it's me this year. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, but before we get to our main show, quick hello to everyone in our chat. Uh, if you're listening to us on audio, hello to you as well. We are live on the Utini YouTube channel every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Before we get into that, though, a couple things. We had May the 4th recently this week. Uh, it was a crazy day. And the big thing I want to talk about is, frankly, to assuage my guilt on how much money I spent. Because, uh, Corey, I sent you a picture earlier. Can we throw up a picture of, of all the things that I bought on May the 4th? Yes. I don't do this to brag necessarily. So this was what I did. Humble brag. Uh, yeah. So this was oh, not humble. This was, this was a great financial decision. I got the Luke and Leia Legacy lightsabers. I got the Endor Tatooine Batu mugs off Shop Disney. All five Bad Batch Funkos. The Omega Bad Batch Funko. And then, randomly, the Iden Versio, Republic Commando, Knight Brother, and Maul with Darksaber and Lightsaber Funko. So that, that was my day. Sheesh. Good Lord. I love those coffee cups. They're, They're incredible. Awesome. They are cool. I love them a lot. Yeah. I like the, the indoor one looks strangely like a crossover between Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. It does. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Well, that's our podcast now. Remember, I know. <laughs> after all. What it, what uh, is your what's your purchase on here that you're most excited about? 
Um, well, here, come back to my video, and I will show you, actually. This is uh, this was the, the hardest purchase of the day, but so worth it. So this is the limited edition uh, Leia and Ray Reforged lightsabers. Um, oh, 3,000 made, and sh I didn't know this happened. When you open the box, this is what happens. What's in the box? You can kind of hear it. it okay, I can't hear it. It plays the, the, the <laughs> Twin Suns theme. And it Holy has the sabers wrapped we can, in cloth We can hear it when you talk because the mic knows oh, the it's mic loud is enough picking to it be up. on. Yeah. So, yeah, this is now in my home, and Holy I love smokes. it so much. I got number 245 out of 3,000. Your wow. video on social media was, was touching. You could see. It was really oh, cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I put it up there. Um, it was expensive, absolutely, <laughs> but it is now one of my, my prized possessions. Did you guys uh, – have any have any ridiculously impulsive bad idea made the fourth shopping yourselves? Yeah, yeah, Corey, can you throw up that picture that I sent you of everything that I bought for uh, May the Fourth? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's no picture because I didn't buy anything. Um, <laughs> oh, this guy. That, that is that is just to say, uh, one to strike fear into the heart of Corey, and two. Um, to Always say valid. it's it's okay if Appreciate you're it. anywhere on the spectrum from me buying absolutely nothing to Eric uh, giving away his firstborn son <laughs> to obtain <laughs> those exclusive lightsabers. Uh, it's right. okay to celebrate May the 4th however you choose. Yeah, and we hope everyone had a great time <laughs> celebrating. We, of course, also had a great time celebrating because we watched The Bad Batch, episode one, and of course episode two last Friday. If you have not checked out our Bounty Hunt show, which is on this channel um, and also in all major podcast feeds. Just search for Bounty Hunt. Uh, we went over our thoughts on the first two episodes. So, uh, guys, for those folks that didn't check those out yet, uh, let's do a brief brief uh, recap, I guess. I, I think it's pretty safe to say we all really enjoyed the first two episodes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we yeah, totally did. Yeah, big fan of Bad Batch. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited to see where it goes. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. And Charles, what did you think about it? Because uh, you, you stuck us here. with the sick taste of betrayal. What did you think yes. of Bad Batch? <laughs> yes, I did. Um, just so everyone fully understands why Eric is <laughs> oh, yeah. calling me out. I went home for my mother's birthday and Mother's Day. What a loser. Um, oh. You know, the thing that happens every year. Yeah, so that's what happened there. So I missed out. Uh, four words uh, about what I think about the show so far. Bad Batch, good show. That, that's how I feel about it. It's really solid. solid. Um, I'm, I am mad that Tarkin sat where Obi-Wan once sat that, that really, <laughs> that really the took stupid me first, floating man. chair in the room that you need to wear sunglasses <laughs> in when you're like, it's like, Oh God, bro. Can you like turn the lights down? I can't even think in here. That's yeah. why I'm here. Yes. Yeah. Cause exactly. Charles, I believe you sent us the meme the the Harry Potter meme that you saw Tarkin. Yeah. You said, how, how dare, dare you sit, sit where he sat? sat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of good cameos in there. That droid that was in the uh, the what was it the Echo episode? Oh, uh, the, um, the the Fives episode. Fives episode. In season, sorry, season mm -hmm. six. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He, he was a jet ski. Cause the jet ski. Clone yeah, Wars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> jet ski. Oh man. Yeah, really dug that. Really dug Omega as a character as well. So uh, again, full thoughts every weekend. We're gonna be going live. It'll change depending on our schedules. So just keep an eye out. And of course, if you miss us live talking about Bad Batch. It is always going to be on this channel and on those feeds. Uh, also on May the 4th, we had a lovely 
watch party event, our quarterly night at the opera event with our patrons. We hung out and we got to just chat and watch the first 70 minute episode of the Bad Batch. Had just a fantastic time. Those are always such a great, great time. And speaking of that, we want to thank a couple new patrons um, that either came back to the fold or are new to the family. We have Jeremy Kazina, CV, and Kyle Hickman, uh, who all either re-upped or joined our Patreon this week. So thank you. And this is especially cool because out of nowhere, seemingly, we are now uh, $10 away from our next Patreon goal, which is sublime. Because, frankly, we haven't properly planned for this. Um, so I, I just want to be straight with you guys. Uh-huh. We, we didn't see this coming until very recently when Timothy, our Patreon manager and CFO, was like, Hey guys, so uh, it's pretty soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think right now we have a uh, a book roundtable as the reward, but that is not what we're going to do. We've already talked nope. about that. There are so many roundtables happening this year. There is no way that that Charles and I can squeeze in any more book reading. Like, just our lives are nuts right yeah. now. We can't um, cut West's power that many these... more times. Exactly. <laughs> can't exactly. do it. Exactly. So we're going to come up with something new, something involving inebriation. Ine- is that a word? <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes. Absolutely is. It. Okay. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Something involving alcohol. Involving alcohols. Uh, yeah. Everyone yeah. was wondering if you knew what it meant. <laughs> yeah. well, if you don't know yes. what that meant, uh, our last Patreon event was Corey's reading of I Jedi that led to the famous uh, pool hat meme and merch line. Um, and we we really hat. loved those. And so, Corey, and Corey, uh, just so you know, people are waiting for their signed copies of I Jedi. Oh, gets right. Still. No, no, did I not mail them? I no. never mailed them. Oh Absolutely my god! Not. Just I saying. thought that I mailed them. Cheryl brought that up in our last aftermath, and she wants the. All right, I have them. They're right yeah. there. I see them on the shelf. Yeah, they're, 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 I'm they're just like tucked away. You're right, you're right. Make so sure you check. Again, make sure you it. check because I'm pretty sure you started writing personalized insults. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely did. I definitely remember you writing one to Emma. It was a, it was insulting enough. <laughs> oh man yeah anyway, we should do that again so we've we bounced around a couple of ideas you guys have, you guys have to let us know what you want us to do um mm-hmm. i think one of the leading ideas right now is like a drunk trivia competition might mm-hmm. be fun mm-hmm. um i i bought that uh i have that that book that used to have like the electronic thing on it where it like tells you a page number it's like a thousand star wars trivia questions too. some yeah. of them are hard some yeah. are hard, so it might be fun to do. Yeah, so like a group hangout of like, you know, <laughs> it, it could be if you get a question right, you give a drink. If you get it wrong, you take a drink, you know, something like that. Or if you – so anything you guys want, let us know. Jump into our uh, Living Force Discord channel, the, the Patreon Discord channel. Uh, the, the what? <laughs> the page, I said Patreon and Patreon in the same word. And it I hate it. That falls. always happens. Patreon <laughs> is a hard to just name company. It's just uh, so frustrating. But thank you, all of you, for, for supporting us. Tell us what you want us to get drunk and do with Star Wars, and we'll do it for you because you give us money. <laughs> That's right. it. Uh, right. But on a non-inebriated note, we want to celebrate my favorite segment, and because Charles is back, our patron of the week. So, Charles, who is it this week, my friend? Yes, our patron of the week is Mike, and he says, hello, my name is Mike. You can usually find me on the Utini Discord server, enabling everybody's Star Wars spending habits. I'm originally from New Jersey. It's very true, Mike. It's ridiculous. That is true. I'm originally from New Jersey, but I've spent the last few years in Michigan for graduate school. 
I've been a Star Wars fan longer than I can remember thanks to my parents introducing it to me when I was very young. The earliest Star Wars memory I have is watching The Phantom Menace as a little kid being distraught over Qui-Gon's death because green was my favorite color, so I liked his lightsaber. Uh, That's why we all were sad. My favorite Star Wars story is all of Ahsoka's story, but I would probably pick Siege of Mandalore if I had to choose just one arc. She's a special character that we've been able to watch grow up and evolve over the years, and I'm grateful that her story is still unfolding. I originally found Utini when I was Googling around for a good Star Wars timeline and stumbled on the website. Shout out to Trevor and the team for the great work there. But I decided to stick around the community after joining the Discord server and meeting such a great group of positive-minded people who all love Star Wars. My question for the hosts is, which Star Wars book do you most want to reread? And for Corey, why is it I Jedi? It'll never I'm die. Never, I'm never I'm never reading mm. I Jedi. Let's just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Gotta be like frozen baby. It's over. Kill it if you have to. It's over. Oh. I, this is an easy one for me. Also, me first too. of all, Mike, thank you for being a patron. Um yeah, Mike, you're a great presence in the Discord. If you've seen Mike, he's probably told you what's on sale that you didn't think you were gonna buy, and then you did. So that's great. Um mine is a master and apprentice. Hundred percent. I've mm. I have yeah. not read it since it came out, and I like ten out of ten it. I loved it. Every time it's brought up, I'm like, yeah, right, love it. And then yeah. like another book comes out, and I don't have time <laughs> to read it, which again will fit very well in this episode. Much for the premise of this episode, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, guys, what about you? I will. Uh, I'll take the Bane trilogy. I read those uh, this year again last year, or whatever. You hear me talk about that a lot on the show, and that is those have. I've not read a whole lot of Star Wars books over again, um, and. Uh, like that had a ton of re- reread value. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to that. So you want you want to do it again? You want to do like a third, like a yearly? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think I could do it again. I mean, there's so much good lore in there. Like yeah. I really think I could do it again. Like right now, even though I've done it recently. Good yeah. lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, Charles, mine, what are you guys? mine would be uh, Darth Plagueis. Uh, it's nice. been <laughs> it's been a while since I've read it, but it has it ties so well into the movies that I really wouldn't need to to revisit it. Um, yeah. Because they have. They also have uh, um, the what the the new Repu- the old republic that they're trying to, to yep. recast like with the with the video game. So hopefully, so um, <clears throat> maybe that ties into it a little bit. I don't know, but yeah, Darth Plagueis. I, it's it's been so long. I want to read it again, dude. My yeah. quick story on that. My first year at Utini in our infancy, I was like I read like no books, and I heard like oh Plagueis. So I eventually got to that. I was on a mission, like, book after book after book after book, and I'm going to write articles for a Star Wars website. I'm so excited. Corey's <laughs> great. Um, and then I learned. But I read Plagueis, and it took me, like, two months. Like, it was, like, it's book a, a week, a book, book a week. So, yeah. Dense book. You need, like, an island getaway where, like, there's no cell service or electricity, and you just read Plagueis for, like, a week. That's right. <laughs> be great. Or, or Charles, what do you got? just live in Texas like Wes. Yep. Um, True. <laughs> I, I think that I would choose Dark Disciple. Uh, that oh, was, nice. Great choice. Yeah. that I, I remember very distinctly, the first time I read that book, I was on a week-long beach vacation, and like you could not find me without that book in my hand. It was just a yeah. glorious week um, and a great story, and, and one that I think flies a little bit under the radar. We've definitely hyped it up on this show. And in Utini mm-hmm. in general, I know some of our, our team members really love it. I know Jose really loves that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be my choice. Yeah, that's, God, that's a great one. And honestly, th- you mentioned 
the the idea of being on vacation and bringing a book with you everywhere and getting in a couple pages. You know, it's it's been a bit since I had a book like that. When I read the Revenge of the Sith novelization, I remember being in a car and hoping that a, a streetlight would pass so I could get like two sentences. <laughs> and like, I, I'm ready for that feeling again. I completely agree. Uh, so awesome, Mike. Thank you. I hope you, Mike. I hope you're getting time to reread the books you want to reread. And if you're listening, and you you this is your sign to read that book. If you've been wondering, should I reread them? Yes, this is it. This is the force telling you that you're allowed. And now, away from the Force and Destiny, we have our Star Wars Weekly Roundup. A couple things this week. We want to start off with a very personal thank you. Because the last month, there was a poll going on at uh, Your Money Geek, uh, run by our friend Maggie, uh, who does a, a top 10 Star Wars podcast every year. And we were lucky enough to make the top 60, which was incredible. And then I went to a community vote. We were honored to be amongst everyone. We, we talked about it, but... Didn't really hold much hope because there were, I mean, there's like Resistance Broadcast. There's for, uh, Sky Talkers. Like, it's a ton of really highly listened shows. And y'all, we made the top ten of the entire year. <laughs> Over a thousand community votes cast. We did. Yeah, like, we did. Pretty, pretty impressive. Thank you uh, all. Yeah, look at this. Here. This is on the, it's on the site. They can pull our artwork and stuff. There's a lot of really good shows in here. Yeah, um, astonishing. Your money geek, check it out. There was a lot of votes and stuff, right? Yeah, was, over a thousand. Like a, yeah, yeah. So thank you for the votes. Thank you for the support. And yeah, all the sh- all the shows on there. Like, I was, we're so honored to be amongst the amongst them because they are very good shows. So just thank you. We uh, it's pretty cool. It's real nice to be uh, <laughs> to be voted for. So I like that. Uh, but now onto the real news. Uh, we got a couple cool things this week. Uh, as you know us, we are all so ready for the next High Republic wave coming up in June. And we got a little teaser image this week. Uh, so this image is kind of an old school poster vibe for the Republic Fair, which is kind of the central event that's going to be uh, around the next wave, I think. Kind of like the Great Disaster was wave one. The Republic Fair seems to be the next one. And y'all, this gave me really strong, like... Chicago's World Fair, obviously, vibes, but, like, Bioshock-esque, like, Art Deco. Mm-hmm. Like, I really thought oh, this yeah. was a cool way to set the aesthetic for the next phase, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we're if – it looks like it's all going to be about this uh, this space station, right? Yeah. Which we have – which we sort of postulated previously may uh, be destroyed. Going down <laughs> at some point. It's absolutely going down, so – what a better place to do it than uh, the the Galactic Fair, right? The Republic Fair, <laughs> yeah, with all like, eyes watching. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're gonna have this great thing of unity, and Marky and Rose, like, well, <laughs> maybe not. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought about it. Can I have a giant pretzel with no salt? <laughs> Very excited for that. But most importantly, we also got in relation to the High Republic Fair. Uh, a full excerpt of the prologue for Kevin Scott's The Rising Storm, which, oh my gosh, y'all, this featured Elzar Mann, a character we learned in, we got to know in Light of the Jedi. And it's no secret we love Kevin Scott on this show. But guys, I, I mean, this felt like Kevin was on, he was on some of that, uh, what, that stuff the Niles, like, smashing their faces. Like, dude is on oh, another yeah. level up, with this up prologue. Powder, up powder and down fire. Yeah. That's oh yeah, those are my two dogs. Um 
Yeah, did you guys check out this excerpt? Are you yes. like this? <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. I, I don't read all the excerpts. This one was fantastic. Yeah, I normally yeah. don't either, but you, you told me Kevin Scott wrote it, and I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah, it's uh, it's over on StarWars.com. So if you're if you're listening, go over there, check it out. Again, it, it's as far as spoilers go. I mean, we hope you read Light of the Jedi, obviously, before reading the next book. But it's a prologue, so it just kind of sets the emotional stage for Elzar Man and introduces you to a locale that's going to be very prevalent. And it gets really into Elzar's vision he had at the end of the last book, and he kind of is trying to figure out what that means. And Kevin does a really beautiful job at kind of illustrating the relationships that Elzar is having uh, that you might know about from the first book. And Emma asked a great question in the chat about that before we move on. She says, hold up, is that Stellan Geos or Elzar Man on the cover? And on the cover, it is, it is Stellan Geos. And a lot of people do get confused. Stellan's got a beard. Elzar does not. But Elzar, Stellan, and Avar Chris, very much like Ron, Harry, Hermione. Like, they've been friends since they were Padawans. Now they're masters. So, totally valid. Stellan is on the cover. Elzar is in the excerpt. So, also on StarWars.com, if you go to the High Republic databank like, page, they have pictures and concept art of all the characters if you want a refresher. Another cool thing got released this week. We got to see a bunch of the Pride Month comic cover variants that are coming out. We heard these were coming a while back, but in honor of June being Pride Month, a lot of the comics are getting variant covers celebrating the LGBTQ characters in Star Wars. And they look freaking awesome. Uh, do we have a link showing some of those? Uh... <clears throat> we do. I'm pulling them up all individually so we can oh, see them real fast. You're, the, you're just so great. Again, if you're listening to audio, all on StarWars.com. First, we got... A girl, our character of the year, 2020, Doctor Afra, and just yeah, looking look, awesome. Look at the look at the Star Wars logo down at the bottom left. That looks sick. Yeah, yeah. it's got the like it's got the, like the rainbow thing behind I it. It looks super that. retro. Yeah, that looks awesome. Do yeah. all of them have that? I bet they do. Yeah. They yeah. Do. So I want that on a I want that on a shirt. Yeah. So so Doctor Afra is on War of the Bounty Hunters number one variant. Uh, this one, Bounty Hunters 13 variant. Yo, that's our girl Erica Quell. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh wow. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. For, yeah that's like, interesting. A novel character that. on a on a comic Yeah, I should have guessed that because she's in the next one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This looks really good, too, with the logo on the side. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Love that. So we got Erica. We got Afra. We got um, uh, Ray Sloan right here Definitely rocking Ray out the Sloan. glorious nice, white nice. cape for Vader 13. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's cool, she's too. Look, power, at the, look at like the lens flare on on the word yeah. Vader is also oh, like wow, random. that's a great yeah, detail. They, they they all have that. I didn't too, even so notice like, that until yeah. that one. Yeah, God, that looks cool. cool. Yep, and this is this one. We showed this one recently. Yeah. Yep, Tenek and Serret. We talked about that uh, when we had Brian from Pink Milk on here. They're still rocking those that that vector in the foreground too. And God, I love that design of those ships. Uh, Sanastaros on Doctor Afra. Yep. Star yep, of the yep, audio yep. drama and, her, and of course the book. Sick ship too. <laughs> it's so yeah. rad. And Lando, hello, smooth Calrissian. <laughs> That's right. Um, gosh, again confirming um, his. Uh, I think pansexuality they talked about, or at least bisexuality for Lando. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome that we're showing all this representation. Star Wars, freaking love it. Get those comic books. Yeah, go to that next picture anyway. That's our next thing we're talking about, guys. People are still buying Star Wars books. I don't know if you knew about this. <laughs> Imagine what? that. Yeah. 
But uh, congratulations to Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising, which debuted at number 10 on the New York Times bestseller list. Nice. Look at that. Excellent. I mean, I mean Star Wars was there dead, ever but... was there ever really any doubt? <laughs> right? No, not one. It's, it's really good too. Yeah. It starts, it starts <clears throat> real strong. You finished it, I think, Eric, right? Yeah, I, I reviewed sure it. Have, so yeah, I hope the so. review team, so <laughs> you guys have finished it. Yeah, I hope I hope you I hope you read it. Uh, I have not finished it <laughs> yet. It. I'm sure the other two guys here have not either. Okay. Uh, that's a fair Where's statement. Where's the optimism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is that is a Christmas shirt you're wearing, isn't it? Yes, Cheryl it wanted to put it's a Christmas out. shirt. Yes, it's a Christmas shirt. Leave me alone, all right? I got fat. None of my shirts fit me anymore, okay? Jesus. Well, you know who else got... Call me out like that, Cheryl. Right now. <laughs> you know who else got fat? Timothy Zahn's pocketbook. Congratulations! Uh, right. Way to ring it, reel place. that back in. Oh. Uh, so lastly, to, to get rid of our... Uh, or to end our weekly roundup, not get rid of it, to stop this segment... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start telling you all what's going on at Utini at the end of these, in case you're interested, because we have so many products going on that are so great. And I want to tell you this week, if you want, like our live show, Wednesday evening, The Cosmic Force, our comic show, is going to be doing a show about character comparisons across media. Like, how does Luke change? How does Han change, etc.? Uh, tune in there for them. On Thursday, Legends Look Back welcomes back yet again Cheryl Bell to continue their roundtable on Outbound Flight by New York Times bestselling author Timothy Zahn. This weekend, we will be back with our next Bad Batch recap, episode three coming on Friday morning, of course. And the Ghost Crew, which we got behind because I was doing too many shows and my throat exploded. Uh, but we are doing Twilight of the Apprentice, the season two finales of Rebels. So that'll be a two-parter, I believe, coming out this week and next. And recently on Utini, of course, if you're on our Patreon, you know Star Wars Archives came out with a new episode recently where they talked all about Star Wars fans' favorite things retcons uh cafes had a whole show about their favorite video games and the cantina of comics had a recent uh, episode where they showed you how to make a dathomir daiquiri so if you only listen to our show thank you thank you for the support but absolutely go check out all the other goings on at utini on youtube on your podcast providers there's always something going on and of course if you want to buy some books help support the show and the site head over to our new releases tab on the site Get The High Republic Rising Storm coming out June 29th, and The High Republic Race to Crash Point Tower also June 29th. All right, Charles, you're back this week, back to work. We got some book reviews, including the first review ever on the site for a community review of a brand new book. That's right. The first review that we have here is from our buddy Lando, who's reviewing Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good by Timothy Zahn, and he gave it five stars. His review is titled, Chaos Continues to Rise. And Lando says, Continuing from the massive success that was Chaos Rising, the first installment of the Ascendancy trilogy, Greater Good continues to explore the previously unknown regions that we've come to know as the Chaos. I found Greater Good to be a lot easier to follow than Chaos Rising, maybe because I'm more familiar with the world and characters, but I also feel like each individual storyline was easier to grasp. The biggest issue I have with this trilogy in particular is that I cannot picture any of the characters, vehicles, species, etc. In a world that has never been seen on screen, I could benefit from concept art similar to how the High Republic, uh, similar to the High Republic, to get a better visual grasp on what's happening. My favorite addition to the story was the inclusion of redacted spoiler. Getting Sorry. the villain's perspective <laughs> was a fun experience as we watched him try to pull one over on some unsuspecting chiss. 
The small scenes with Redacted Spoiler were also entertaining and mysterious with a super cool reveal at the end of the book. I loved reading this book even more than Chaos Rising. Of course, I missed the blue pages, but my eagerness to finish the book has become an eagerness to finish the trilogy. And with Lesser Evil releasing this fall, I won't have to wait long for the surely epic conclusion to this incredible trilogy. All right. You know what? Thank I, you, I never really Landon. I never really put that in into terms like the the High Republic gave us those um they gave us those know the concept art the pictures puts a picture to your visual the visual to the book so that really does help out like help you build a story in your head or build a a visual in your head over what you're reading so that's a good that's a good point yeah i also right before greater good came out there was someone that put up this like twitter fan art and that weirdly helped me a lot like because i'm also visual like you're saying west the visual language for high republic is in the comic book as well as the concept art like there's so much we can see which i love but Still a great book, Lando. Great review. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll, oh, and Cheryl I'll, said to, to wave when we're done talking about greater good. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're done. Uh, we're and done! I don't, I don't know if I agree with Lando or not because I haven't read the book, but I will soon. Um, Wes, while you are benefiting from, uh, I don't know, concept art in your head, you want to <laughs> read what Obi-Wan has to say? Sure. Obi-Wan C. Read Catalyst, a Rogue One novel by James Luceno. He gave it four stars. A psychological game is the title. So it took me a while to get used to the writing style in his in this book. Everything is really dense, and while I do <laughs> love that, it had me read a couple pieces multiple times. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this book though. The early Empire stuff and the nods to what had happened with the Jedi and the Emperor was really cool. The way it, <clears throat> the way they spoke about it. Also, I just adore Rogue One, and the fact Correct. that this is a prequel to to it in itself makes it a great book, in my opinion. The immense fascination Galen has for the work he does was such a fun and interesting read, and the psychological games Krennic plays with him and his family just, just to get what he wants and really develops his character. All of this makes Rogue One an even better movie, and I didn't really think that was possible. Corey... Also, I love the back and forth between Krennic and Tarkin. Really well written. Man. So, <laughs> this episode has, I mean, it's there's a lot of, uh, this particular episode of TLF is has a lot of books on here that we've already talked about that are in my freaking list. So, um, <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can get on with it well, after we I, talk funny. about the reviews. Man, dude, Catalyst, though, listening to that review, that's also, I think, now that I think about it, one of my rereads, because that was an early read for Mm -hmm. me as well, and it is so dense that now that I've, you know, read a couple more books, maybe get a little more Luceno's verbiage, I I feel like rereading Luceno has to be way beneficial the second time. Corey, I know you're our Luceno guy. Have you reread a lot of his stuff, or are you just kind of a first-pass dude? I'm I'm mostly a first pass dude in general. Like uh, I have a whole lot of books behind me that like I've only read the single time. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I think I have read Plagueis more than once though. But it's been a Dang. very very. It's been over a decade since I've read it last. Man, well, um, how about you read this next review then? Since you <laughs> wow, nice. read things wow. Once. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I I got it. All right, and I have I have I have a surprise for you. All right, here we <gasps> go. I'm going to read uh, Luca review Dark Disciple by Christy Golden, and he or she gave this book five stars, and he called it morally challenge and intense. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be evil, do blatantly evil deeds, 
but the reason you're doing them is for good? Read Dark Disciple to find out. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's the review. That's it. Did you like that? Yeah, you did a really good review, actually. Wait a minute. That was great. <laughs> God. You should have said, like, on Thursday at 8 on TNT. Like, that was <laughs> phenomenal. Available now at utini.com. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, if you want your reviews on this show and maybe read in that voice, who's to say? Uh, look up here. Look up your book on utini.com. Scroll to the bottom of the book profile page. Add your star rating and your zoo review. We love getting as many of these as possible, even if it's an old book. Go through. Help our database. Help people find good books. All right. So this show is is a bit of an admission show because we do this show every week. We talk about Star Wars books. We like to think we kind of know what we're talking about here and there. But there's a lot of stuff we have never read, right? There's a lot of Star Wars books out there. And, uh, guys, I just want to start this off by asking you, do you even keep track of your full backlog anymore? Or do you no. just kind of like, <laughs> how much do you think about the books we haven't read? Because there's so many. I know. I know. I, I, Living Force has changed the way that I look at Star Wars books. Like it has. Like maybe so for the better, maybe for the worst. I don't know. Who's I mean, to say? <laughs> it's, who's to say? This might have just just spiraled me down into, into nothing. I mean, I, I basically hate Star Wars now. So thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, <laughs> no. I mean, I think about things differently now, and like it's it's not as easy to pick a book anymore. Now, now it feels like uh, it feels like I always really want to read the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hard for me to set the time aside to go back and read older stuff and that sort of thing but there's just so much good stuff coming out yeah it definitely gives us a priority list right so mm-hmm. like yeah. the next book that comes out we're going to read it's going to be at the top of the list but whenever we finish those early whenever y'all finish those early how do you <laughs> like how do you pick a book that you haven't read before that it's just like which like like you sometimes you have to take a break right they have to take a break and yeah. not read a star wars book but what happens when, you know, you finish a book that was on the priority list and now you have one that you read just for fun? And yeah. I wish yeah. I had more time like that and yeah, this I dog know. on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable. Yeah, it is interesting. Like you say, this is, you know, obviously we all have like we all have jobs outside of this, like spoiler for our life. Um, but this is still feel like <laughs> reading spoiler Star Wars. Yeah, reading Star Wars books is kind of a bit of a job now like it is it's great i love doing it but all the new ones like we do have to read them in a certain time frame and we review them and it is part of this part of the cycle so it does feel weird sometimes going back and doing like overtime work sometimes mentally <laughs> uh charles do you do you feel like you kind of get into that as well yeah i i do because i mean peek behind the curtain you know i i read these books and it takes me a long time to read the ones that are new because I'm constantly pausing and looking stuff up and writing down prompts. And then the time that I have off in between that and when we do the roundtable is spent kind of finalizing those prompts, thinking of questions, et cetera. So there's not as much time. And I used to really kind of bounce back and forth between Canon and legends a lot. And I, mm-hmm. I really haven't had the time for legends. Um, and so that's why one big reason why I like actually, you know, listening to legends look back because I actually, want to hear what they're saying, what, what they're talking about. But, um, yeah, I, I wish I had more time for legends and I think you'll see that reflected in my list tonight. Yeah. So the list that Charles is talking about, I'll, I'll start us off here. I, I gave these guys a little homework assignment to pick like three to five books or so that we've been meaning to get to that we just haven't. And we're going to share our list with each other. We're going to go around one at a time 
and essentially see if anyone else has read them. See if we should say, oh, that should go up top of your list, the bottom of your list. And all of you in the chat, we want to hear if you've read these, pitch it to us. Pitch it like, pitch it. Should they go higher? Should they go lower? And it's funny you mentioned Legends Look Back because my first book is a book that they've talked about that is like, again, heralded as one of the top Legends books. I just haven't had time to read it. And that's, it's Ruins of Dantooine. Um, I just <laughs> haven't oh found God. the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, don't need that. Don't need that. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so I, I haven't read this book though. I will be honest. Uh, if you've missed it, if you're on video, this glorious like RP, like RPG screenshot of a cover <laughs> from Star Wars Galaxies is a gem. And I have told the guys on Legends Look Back though, someday there will be a roundtable on this book, and I am gonna be on that episode. But in all seriousness, uh, why why I first chose this to be our topic this week was because one of my books that I've been meaning to read is in fact Outbound Flight is the book that they're doing on Legends Look Back right now um oh look at those Microsoft sounds of maybe it'll die <laughs> sorry oh sorry. it's okay oh it's okay <laughs> I was I was trying to find where Ruins of Dantooine was in our uh, reading list so I controlled F'd it and it was like uh it's it, I think we have it like hidden <laughs> right now so <laughs> oh, don't, don't even read that don't, don't even read it can't even find it <laughs> Whereas Outbound Flight, though, is, um, especially if you listen to the latest Legends Look Back, uh, is in a lot of people's top 10 Legends books. It's it's pretty thick. Like, it's, it's longish. It's over 400 pages. It's about Thrawn and the Chiss. And I got to say, guys, I have, since I've read the Thrawn Ascendancy books, really had a hankering for more Chiss lore. And I think that's why this has gone higher for me. Uh, so I'll just start off with asking, have any of you guys read this? A long time ago, like when it when it first came out, I think that was that's one of the last ones that he released, and uh, it's been a, such a long time though. I have no idea when when I read that. Like, but I have I have read it. The I remember the ship in the space station thing mm-hmm. was a big thing of of his uh, of that entire book. I have no idea what it's about. I can tell you. The oh, thing no, about I could have said that. It's about it's a ship been, been, <laughs> in space. Fifteen years, fifteen years since I've read it. Yeah. Well, um, one of the cool. Th- it's got art in the front of it, which is really cool. It's got like a sketch of the ship and stuff like that. Uh, 2006, Cheryl says. So, Corey, it's been maybe okay. 15 years. Yeah. Um, I when I was dead. when I was at Comic Palooza a couple of years back, um, they did an interview with uh, with Timothy Zahn in one of the little convention rooms. And uh, other than a co- like a couple Thrawn questions, all the questions asked to him were from Outbound Flight. And I had never wow. read it, and I was like, "What book is this that they're talking about?" And he had it, he had it on his table for him to sign, including like uh, the Thrawn books. Um, but yeah, that's one of the the big one was everybody was asking questions on was Outbound Flight, so it kind of piqued my interest, yeah. but not enough for me to pay thirty dollars for the hardcover that day. Sorry, <laughs> totally. <laughs> hey, Thrift Books is your friend nowadays. And, yes, it is. You know, and, it, and it's interesting because I've heard that a lot of the stuff in the Ascendancy trilogy, you can find like the breadcrumbs in it, so. For those of you that are trying to think about a way to get into your backlog that I'm going to probably use when I read this, like, if there's something in canon that has you excited, maybe there's something earlier in canon or in Legends that, you know, has a little bit of that taste. So, while I'm waiting for lesser evil, I think I'll tackle that upon flight. So, that's my first one off my list. Uh, Wes, what uh, what starts you off, man? Okay, so this has been brought up twice already, like, in the... In the reviews and in what, what Charles had said, and it is definitely Dark Disciple. So Wait, nice. I have oh. I purchased the yes. book and it sat on the shelf, and it was going to be something that I should have read, but I have not read yet. So I have 
I have known nothing about it. I hear y'all talk about it all the time. You're always like, you know, yeah. this was in Dark Disciple, and if you like the, if you like, like the Sith lore, and I don't even know because I have never read the damn book. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, well, you we got that hardcover. I did get the yeah. hardcover. Definitely got the hardcover because I, because it was held in such high regard. So that's I right. I the, get the, the thing that's cool about that book is it plays on a lot of different levels. Like if you love the Clone Wars. You'll enjoy this because this was supposed to actually be an arc in the Clone Wars TV show, right? Um, if you love Sith lore, yes, Wes, as you said, there's a lot of that in here. If you like right. romance <laughs> stories in Star Wars, that's also a part of this book. Like it really it, it hits from a lot of different angles. So I, I think that's why so many people really do kind of have this book resonate with them. Yeah, and it's only 300 pages. I like that too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a pretty quick read. I remember when I. Uh, when I when I read it, I read it in paperback when I was you know going through. The, I think I got it in the Utini book box. I'm pretty sure it was my Canon choice mm. one one uh, one month. But yeah, it is is a quick read, and is definitely one that so far west. I got to say, I think that should be number one on your list. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. oh, I think you oh. might be wrong when I'm done here. <laughs> and by oh, the way, <laughs> by the way, Wes, not that you need it for uh, you know characters like Quinlan Boss and Asajj Ventress, but there are the like. I always forget the the word for it, but the the cartoon like preconception stuff, like the previs stuff uh, for those episodes of the Clone Wars, you can actually look some of that stuff up um, online. Oh, right, the pre-rendered stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's part of the book. Yeah, or... so you can watch on, on YouTube. No, well, yeah, just go just go on YouTube. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can watch blocky people walk around and kind of do the things that are described in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the community theater version of Dark yeah. Disciple? <laughs> Which, oh my God, Dark- I'll pay you money. I'll pay you money to do. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Disciple, I think, is one of those books that is on a lot of people's list, like this. Of like, I don't know, something about that book makes you say, "I'll read this later." I don't know if it's the cover, if it's the fact that it's Clone Wars, and like we have so much Clone Wars content already. But like, I was the same way. I didn't read Dark Disciple for the longest time. Like, I've I've read that in the last five years. Well, it, think, it is and, relatively yeah. self-contained. You know, like yeah, if you so don't tell me, read it, you're okay. But it, you know, it's still worth it. So tell me, tell me an easy one here. Who's on the cover of Dark Disciple? Ooh, do you want to guess? Yeah, they're I both. Can... Well, just what you said. Is this Asaz Ventress in the back? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes. So who's the, who's the guy with the long hair? Quinlan Voss, bro. Look at Quinlan that yellow Voss. face. Oh, that's tattoo. right. Oh, yeah, how did Quinlan I know that? Voss. Sorry, I yeah. can't get the glare off this. Quinlan Voss and. <laughs> and it's like, and it's different too. Like, she, it doesn't look like a Saj, right? Yeah, it's like she got hair. Like somebody else. I know. Well, and Jared, yeah, so. and Jared in the chat says he says definitely one of my favorite canon books. I think I've read it thrice. Wow! So thrice. Um, I've never used the word thrice hey. in a sentence. That's yeah, excellent. And also, there's some fun. If you all y'all want to read Dark Disciple, uh, there's some really cool concept art as well that came around when it was released. Um, there's some really cool pictures of Asajj uh, as she appears in that book. It's again with hair and looks a little different. So. A lot of great, cool stuff. Um, great pull, Wes. Uh, Corey, what do you got? I have um, maybe what you would call a classic in my hand, um, which I've never read, which is uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Nice. Yeah, I have, I have never <laughs> read Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And I see this book, and I just think, look how old you've become. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this wow. book is. This book is. Uh, I don't. I don't know the exact date it was published. Wow. Um, oh, I'll tell but you. It, it, 
<laughs> like, it does say this says copyright seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> Nineteen seventy-eight, and this book has aged really poorly. Um, yes. So I've just never gotten around to reading it. Everybody talks about how how crazy it is. It reads like a Star Wars comic, like it's strange. And uh, I've never I've never gotten around to reading it just because I know it's not going to make any sense. <laughs> so I've just I've never gotten around to reading it. Um, you know, <laughs> Freddie on uh, Legends Look Back talks about this book all the damn time. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And then well, I just listening to Legends Look Back. I purchased it, and I purchased an original copy oh wow like oh, nice. an original oh, look at it. That's, and they put the barcode around the yeah. front like <laughs> look, look, at, what a look if you can see how dude. the pages are wow. that book is well and loved i don't yes yeah, i don't know if you can see the mold that's growing on the side oh, there. yeah yeah <laughs> that this, is the gym and <laughs> there is some history associated with that I mean, that's the coolest thing about buying used books yeah, like that especially real. really old books it's like Maybe maybe some kid read that like like a thousand times. Maybe he's listening to this podcast right now. That's not happening. But maybe he is. Yeah. You know, yeah. you never know. I yeah. tried reading Splinter in the Mind's Eye when Legends Look Back first did it. And it's tough because they definitely don't know that Luke and Leia are going to be brother and sister. Yeah. In like, it's real romantic uh, and kind of gross and cringy. And, yeah. <laughs> Luke is like, well, yeah. she's sleeping. I could kiss her though, but like oh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't. And it's so <laughs> I y'all, your backlog is your backlog. Love it dearly, Corey. I'm pretty sure others you put forward are gonna go above it in my list. <laughs> but I, I'll throw a I'll throw a quick second one in here too. Oh, yeah. While I'm talking about super old books, I actually picked this one up, but um, I've never read Shadows of the Empire oh. either. Oh, I also had that book. It was gonna be on mine, but I didn't grab it yet. Yeah, yeah, which has got it's got a really cool media campaign around it and stuff too. Like, um, it's a it's it's a pretty interesting book, which I've never read, but I know the I know the synopses of both of these books, but like mm. I've just never gotten around to reading them. So yeah, Prince I, Prince Zizor Zizor Zizor, how do you say his Shizor. name? Zizor. I said Zizor. 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 Well, I've always Zizor. said Zizor. Papa anyway, Zizor. Zizor. Oh yeah, Prince <laughs> Zizor. Yeah, you got that Prince Zizor there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, fun for yeah. you, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, once the lag on the chat catches up, I believe Legends Look Back is doing Shadows of the Empire this summer because Jared has also never read it. Whoa, so this I might be a that. cool time for a lot of us to finally read Shadows of the Empire because I also yeah, have not. That'd be fun. Awesome. That, that might be a good tie-in to, uh, to – I think – aren't they doing a – there was a talk uh, a while back of Cosmic Force and Legends Look Back, like, tying uh, – like, tagging – up and oh, what's yeah. interesting? Teaming up, Jesus! Yeah, teaming up and and doing like kind of a, a comic ad, address the comic and also address the book. So yeah. well, maybe hey, that'll happen this summer. Guys, you're in the chat now. Put that in our calendar. That's what business meeting on there. Uh, let's also <laughs> have you guys on. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charles, get us out of this this business scheduling plan. What's your first book? Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna choose this one here. It is Bloodline by Claudia Gray. Oh, I have nice. never. <laughs> That's our five hundred dollar Patreon roundtable. I know, I know. I have never read this book. Um, I have never read this book. I have started this book once. Maybe I should be um, ashamed to say that. I read about twenty pages, went to something else, read that instead. I don't remember what it was that I went to. Not that I didn't, you know, enjoy the twenty pages that I read, but something else just kind of piqued my interest. But yeah, you know, we we're always hyping up Claudia Gray on this show. I've really mm. loved everything else that I've read by her. So. This is very near the top of my list, and 
I don't think I've heard a bad word about this book from anyone mm-hmm. on the team. So no. it's I, I I would say of all the Claudia Gray books, it probably is one of the slowest starts. So it makes yeah. sense that it's kind of hard to get into. Yeah. It's real political, and that's that's a kind of a dry intro sometimes. Yeah, so. and Claudia Gray is known for such character study <laughs> books, and it, this is nice because it's really one of the only books we get about like older Leia. Like we we get her as like a princess and as a rebellion leader but this is like her transitioning which is really freaking awesome i love that character and you really hear old carrie fisher as you read it but yeah you're right it is a bit slower for claudia gray but in a way that is really cool and complex and i would say for you dude like and for all you listening make sure you got some time to like do a couple like couple hour long reads like an hour or two at a time versus like a, a chapter before bed here and there. Yeah, it's hard to get started and finish yeah. when you do that. So what's, but the, it's what's the timeline on Bloodline? Is that right before um, Force Awakens? Um, it's uh, a little bit before. No, it's a, it's a, little it's ways a before. It's a decent. It's like a good way to put it would be like a decent time after uh, Rot J, and also a decent time before Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, it's like Rot somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Like that. A long time a ago. Republic. Not that long ago, but sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I love that you bring that up, too, because I think a lot of y'all listening and watching have an author you love that, you know, they write a lot of books. And sometimes you don't get to them all. But that can be a nice way to also to get into your backlog. Pick an author you know you love so that you can read their thing, get the momentum, and start cranking out more. Love right. that. Um. So my next one, I'm going to go with one that uh, Charles, I don't know if you've read this, but we, we sync up on earlier books related to this, and that's the Corellian Trilogy, um, because you will know, especially Charles and my love for the A.C. Crispin books, um, I think still some of my favorite Legends books, some of my favorite Star Wars books of all time, and the Corellian Trilogy, I've heard, and I got the, the hardcover that got them all, I got it off Etsy, it smells a little like cigarettes, but it works. <laughs> Uh, As the Corellian trilogy should. cigarettes. It, it has the, the year. This was uh oh the Walker. I have the Walker family's yeah. AR quiz numbers from 1995. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, but this has all th- ambush at Corellia, assault at Salonia, and showdown at Centerpoint, all in the same book. And I, I really know nothing about these. Except that I believe it involves some of Han's family from the AC Crispin books. Is that right? Do you guys know? Uh, Maybe not. Um, I don't. <laughs> I have. Know. I've read. I've read the Corellian trilogy. It's also in my last. Probably. I think probably read it in medical school. Actually, funny enough, um, which wasn't that long ago. And it. It's not that bad. I think it's one of the stories that like I'm a little surprised to hear that a lot of people hate. Mm. Like oh, really? it's, it's in that. I think yeah, I think it's in that category of books that is a little controversial. Uh, that sometimes just people just really dislike it for some reason. Kind of like the Dark Nest trilogy, right? Like people hate. Oh that. yeah, it's sure, like, sure. It's like I don't know. Some people love that, so I don't know. I enjoyed it. You get a lot of Han Solo and Corellia is a cool planet. Like yeah, I love Corellia. It's a very interesting planet. It's yeah. like it's kind of like Coruscant in its own way, but it has this weird like small town vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's like Atlanta, I guess. Like, <laughs> Coruscant is like Chicago, and and Corellia is like Atlanta. Dude, you're spoiling a future episode that we literally have on our ideas. We we make the entire Star Wars galaxy into the United States. Corellia is Atlanta. Uh, Oh my god! Basically, is that book that you have there, Eric? Is that like a science fiction book club or something where they're all in one, or is that how it was? I've never, I've never seen that before. I didn't know that existed. Jared put in the trilogy or in the chat. It is a bit of a flex. I'm not gonna. This is a, this is a decently rare book 
And what I've done with a lot of my Legends books that I, I said I wasn't going to be one of the guys that wants all hardcovers, but then I started and here we are. Um, so like this, the Jedi <laughs> Academy trilogy, I try to find, if they were published in one hardcover, I do try to find that mm. because I just think mm. they're cool. Uh, I think they're neat. I'm not sure if this was Sci-Fi Book Club. I'm, I'm trying just curious, to. Yeah, you know the the yeah, I... the Solo trilogy is like that, and not just the um, or the AC Crispin trilogy rather is like that, and not just the one from uh, Barnes and Noble. Oh, really? They have a Sci-Fi yeah. one. Yeah. What is that? What what I is that? A sci-Fi Book Club. I can what go. Is that? I, can yeah, I thought you were making fun of him for a second when yeah, you said so Charles, Sci-Fi you Book that. Club. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, the Sci-Fi Book Club is something that went for years, and a lot of the books you see that are hardcovers, like a lot of the New Jedi Order, they're a little shorter than your regular like mm-hmm. commercial hardcovers. Yeah. They were sent out through the Sci-Fi Book Club only, so there's a lot of Star Wars books that only exist in hardcover if you were in that book club, so that's where they're harder to obtain. Oh, man. So, okay. so here's oh, yeah. the AC Crispin cool, Han Solo trilogy, yeah, hardcover, and so you can kind of see, I'll hold it up for the camera, but oh. for our listeners, it's like a... Uh, a mishmash of all three of the covers. Yeah, all yeah put same together. with the It looks good, though. It looks good. Yeah. Like, it's it's a good Photoshop job. Well before Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so... I love, I love Han stories. I mean, I love yes. any, like, anytime with the Corellia. Again, Corellia is my third favorite planet, or at least it's in the top three. And, uh, yeah, so this is... Yeah, again, talking about it makes it makes me excited to get more into it because I liked all that stuff in Crispin. Yeah. So yeah. Jared right, said he's salivating. Charles. <laughs> this is might want to keep that one close to your back. chest on that one. No, <laughs> seriously. All right, Wes, what do you got next, buddy? All right, my next one is um, it's at the very beginning of my bookshelf, and it is the Old Republic Revan. It does no. not have. Does not have a dust jacket because I got it off of thrift books. Um, But I have all four in hardcover, so I have all four of the old public. I got mine over here. Um, But I've I never played completely through the old Republic video game. I never played through Kotor, Kotor Two. I played a little bit of Swotor, but couldn't really get into it. But um, I wanted to know the back, you know, the backstory of of all these characters here, and I haven't Mm -hmm. started. At all. So whenever people talk about Revan, there's Revan and there's Darth Revan, right? Well, yeah. I mean, how did how did that come about? And I'm just sitting there nodding. It's like, yeah, that's, that's crazy, right? He's, he's a good guy and that guy. <laughs> so I, I need to study is what it is. But yeah. Um, yeah, so not just one book, not just one, four. So all four I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like like to have the time to Spo- read. Spoiler alert, not very good. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Revan's controversial. So Drew Drew uh, Carpishan literally got death threats about this book, which he also did. yeah it was ridiculous. From and against his like family, Corey. also <laughs> I know yeah I know, I know that is what one hundred percent my sole opinion. This is another one of those groups of books that a lot of people like really really love. Like some people even put those books in the same category as like the Bane books, which yeah. is nuts to me. But a lot of people love them. Like, yeah, that's fine. But is Revan the first book of the series? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, it is. And it's it's a little because I haven't read the other three, but from what I've heard, they're they're a little more unrelated. I really liked Revan. I I, I played yeah. Kotor on mm-hmm. my iPad. Uh, like I remember this summer, I I played it all the way through. I never played it all the way. <clears throat> I got it, and then I immediately read Revan right after it, mm-hmm. and I had a great time. I really mm-hmm. loved what they did with him. It's it, it's tough because Revan is such a personal character to Kotor players. Yeah. So if he doesn't act in the book like you had him act, or like. 
you know, yeah. certain ways it got controversial, but he's also he's also a little different. Like, and also remember, this was like a marketing campaign for oh, Slow yeah. Tour, like oh, the, yeah. the Old yeah, Republic MMO, and so like they set up a bunch of lore that's kind of like post the Code Tour games that's yep. supposed to end up in the. So like, it doesn't make a lot of sense if you don't know some of the stuff in the games in places. So like, it's a little tricky of a book, and also those Old Republic books. There's four of them, right? right. I can't. Yep. I have no idea what the other like ones. Like Annihilation, Annihilation, and then there's yeah, and I don't know, there's two something others. else, and I have no idea. What order they're in i've never been able to tell you what order they're in uh because and they're also like barely related i think two of them are like basically All a right. duology and then another one is just like a ra- <laughs> uh, it's, it's bad it's bad it's so bad it's uh, a lot like it is All it's right. a lot and they don't they don't go together good so it's like it's kind of hard so, to let me get these cans back on <laughs> the second one is deceived <laughs> deceived okay. is the yes, second malgus yes Yes, that's the, the only one, one I've read. Is, actually, it's the only one I've read. <laughs> the third one is Fatal Alliance. This one is uh-huh. a hefty yep. boy. That yes. is a deceive. I think. <laughs> I think deceive, deceived, and Fatal Alliance go together. And then the last one is Annihilation. Annihilation, yep. which yeah. has nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with them. any of them, huh? Cool. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. It's like I'm telling you. So like, it's like a marketing campaign that was done kind of badly. Yeah. So like, they're all individually not that terrible, but they, it looks like they go together and they don't really. So it's like it's hard. But this cover is freaking sick, man. Yeah. Dude, they all look awesome. really good. Yeah, yeah. Deceived is that book is good. Actually, that book is good. Like all the stuff that happens with him, is is very very good. Yeah. Um, and and for I those of you that have been stuff. listening to the Living Force since its inception, uh, I just want to say it's pronounced Telos. Oh my god! Oh, it is pronounced wow. Telos. Absolutely. It's like you know we have a we have never played the Old Republic together. The four of us. Have you guys played that game? Yeah. I played the I've free played trial. <clears throat> The free trial. No, okay. when it was we, free to play or we whatever. should we should get really drunk play and the- play the old republic sometime. Well, the thing is, we'd all have to play into because there's a point where you got to play individually to get to the zone where you can play yeah. with other people. So we'd no, have to put in the time. No, first. no, 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 not, not anymore. Really? I think you can, if you if you all start at the, at the same class or like if we all started as as Sith characters. Are we talking about like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah Swotor. If we all played as either like the you know the Jedi Guardian or the Jedi Consular, you start on the same planet and your mission is basically the same. You can do it all together. So, <laughs> all right, we let should us do know, that. guys. Uh, Corey, <laughs> oh. before you keep promising things, we'll do together. What's your, what's your, what's I your, know, what's your I next? Know, one? I know. All right, to to take us back around to uh, Han Solo, I have uh, two of them here: the Han Solo oh, yeah. Adventures and the Lando Calrissian Adventures. Right, sure. I've never read either one of these. Um, but they redid the covers. Like I discovered these books. I didn't even know about this until I started Utini. Um, and uh, this was one of the first books that they sort of rebranded after Disney purchased Star Wars, and they right. started publishing Legends again. Um, it was some of the first books to have the Legends banners on them, and they did these these really sweet new covers because the original covers for these books are like super outdated and don't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. And, yeah, they didn't age very well. well that, yeah, that's because they have well titles like the Star Cave of Thamboka or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just yeah, ridiculous. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the super, mind harp of super, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous old school sci-fi stuff. And uh, these both have a intro. I didn't. I've never noticed this before. It says with a new introduction by Pablo Hidalgo on the front. Yeah, too. I never. I didn't know that he did that. So I've never gotten around to reading these, and they're huge. Look how big these are. Yeah, they're three like books. Thick. Yeah, they're yeah. Books. yeah. Yeah, it's yes. three books yeah. in each. Thick books. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I've talked... Paperback <laughs> is 564 pages. Like, that's the crazy. The Han Solo one, at least, is actually... They're quick. 
They are quick reads. I haven't oh, really? read the, the Lambda yeah, stuff. You know, it felt you a can, little bit You can blow weird. through 563 pages. Yeah. No big deal. Dude. <laughs> so well, and it's, yeah, the daily stuff, I, I remember hearing a lot when Solo came out. Like These were talked about because there's a lot of nods. Mm. To both the Crispin and the Daily, and then yeah, the, and then uh-huh. the L. Neil Smith stuff, a lot of Lando's like d- personal logs that he was doing, like mentions yep. like like some of those places. Right. So oh. I mean, definitely yeah, like, so, uh, fun adventure stories. I've talked about this before. I've read the Lando Calrissian. Uh, what is it like the the trilogy? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because I got it from a book box that you sent me, Corey. And <laughs> and not because I wanted a book that month. I wanted a graphic novel, and you screwed up, and you sent me <laughs> you sent me the Lando Calrissian book, I, and then I never replied to your email. You right? Never, <laughs> no, you never replied to any of my emails. So right? instead, he gave you a job. <laughs> yeah. So instead, you gave me work oh, to do. Man. Wes is just well, here to funny. eventually get revenge on Corey. It's the real. It's the long play. <laughs> so Wes, this is you. None of us have read the Lando books, though. You're the yeah. only one that's read that. I'm yeah. the only one that's read it and you know what it's pretty wow. far out there i think i talked to jared about <laughs> that is. in the chat during legends look back <laughs> I, yeah it's a he's got a he's got a weird little triangular droid that he runs around with in, in a pyramid and I, I can't remember all of it but you know it was it was really far-fetched and really out it's definitely legends branded definitely yeah, legends. There, there's that. some great droids <laughs> in the in the han uh han solo adventures as well blue max is basically just like a little blue cube that lives inside of another bigger droid. I can't remember that one's name right now. <laughs> what? No, I'm for Which real. Is great. Um, and I also I have to tell a quick funny uh, Corey story as well because I have oh that God, yes. orange version of that Han Solo Adventures uh, book there that Corey sent me for free uh, with the cover ripped in half. So there's only like half of <laughs> oh, yeah. Han's face. Damaged one. But it was it was taped oh, yeah. nicely. I remember so, that. You know, it was free. I can't God. I can't be mad. When I when I started, I also have a story related to this. When I started working for Utini, Corey's like, "Okay, you're doing this work. I guess I'll give you a subscription." And it got, and I was supposed to get both of them, and only got one of them. He's like, oh, "Okay, sorry, next month, I guess." And then, so the next month, I got a mega box and the Lando, and they're all like shoved in there. Like it was the thickest box I'd ever received. Yeah, you do you, you know why I sent these to so many people? Don't you? It's because they were weird and nobody owned them yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was, it was really easy to be like, "Oh man, what what books am I going to give to everybody this month?" It's like nobody has these. I bet I'll send these. So that's what that's happened. Great. All right, yeah, and they, they also have a well, at least you know I just I just noticed this. The yeah. Han Solo Adventure has a matte cover. Like, oh yeah, they're uh, nicely made. Yeah, they're yeah. really well, yeah, well printed. Yeah. <laughs> Lando doesn't for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but they, oh, oh. they look like they're the wow. same. Jared, Jared just dropped the other droid's name from the Han Solo uh, adventures, Bullocks. which is Bollocks. 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 Yeah, which is such a fun Bollocks. name. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> awesome. All right, Charles, what's your what's your yes. second to read? Yes. Okay. So my second choice is uh, I'm gonna whip this bad boy out which is the actual original uh, star wars trilogy so a new hope and empire oh, strikes man. back and return of the jedi now this that, there's sexy cover that i want yeah for those <laughs> so of good. y'all for those of y'all that that are watching live you can see this is the like exclusive hardback that that's the barnes and noble um like special edition mm-hmm. so you can see the cover there on the back is a nice um colored oh, wow. 3po like mural yeah, Love and then that. actually, yeah. if you look inside in the inner covers, there's genuine oh, wow. original oh, Macquarie wow. art, right? So there's the That's original cool. concept That's art awesome. for 3PO that made Anthony Daniels accept the part. But the reason that I brought this up is because, I, specifically for A New Hope, so not even the all three of them together, but specifically A New Hope, because, again, you know, it was <laughs> ghost written and everything like that. 
when it first came out with Alan Dean Foster. And it's weird mm-hmm. because it was another one of those books that was early enough, with, obviously with it being the first one, <laughs> um, that there's like those little inconsistencies that are just kind of fun. And I mm-hmm. know what a lot right. of them are, but I've never actually gone back to read the source material, which is crazy to think about. We are a Star Wars book company. I, right. I help to host this podcast <laughs> weekly, and I've never read the novelization of A New Hope. Like, I've got to get around to that. Right. Is that, yeah. is that from the adventures of Luke Skywalker? Is that the the original that you're talking about, or is it a completely different one? I think so. Oh, this is, yeah, I, I, mean, oh, I don't know. I, yeah. mean, I guess t- that would have been like an earlier draft, and I don't like think it's, it's published under first. that anymore, right? Right, right, right. So, yeah. like, even yeah, within this book, it's it still just says like a new hope. But yeah, mm. what is yeah. what is the first? Does it say not even like it's like in a galaxy far, far away? This one says another galaxy, another, another galaxy, time? another time are the first yeah, yeah. words in the yeah. Prologue. Wes, what do you yeah. got? Right, because I because I got this guy. So I got this guy. Look at all these <laughs> different books. Yeah, yeah. George, Star Wars from the Adventure. Yep, another galaxy, another time. Yeah. Interesting. Seventy six. This one well, also this is, smells quite old. I like it, dude. This is the first edition <laughs> from seventy six, and it's yeah. like, it's interesting because I found this and I got the other two as well uh, at a used bookstore in Seattle, and there were so many cats. Oh, and so I love cool. that. Like the, they're sleeping on so books. Cool. I love. I love this store. But I found they had all three of them. They all have weird covers. And yeah, you're right. I've never looked through it. Yeah. I know Yoda's <laughs> blue in Empire Strikes yep. Back. Yep. But it was what? it was it was really hard. It was really hard to pick the cover to go on the Utini website for this, these books specifically because they've been so reprinted many. so many times. Yeah. There's like five or eight, I think there's eight different covers or something like that for the first one. It's crazy. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I also have a story associated with uh, Do a it. New Hope. <laughs> I I think. Uh, I think this is what I, I read. I didn't read it. I listened to it, which which would have been the first audiobook I ever listened to. And I don't even know if this exists. That's why I'm like I'm like, I don't know if this is real or not. But I, I somebody gave me disc back in the day and it was uh I like burned copies of them back when you could do yeah. that, right? <laughs> and I copied these discs and it was this really cool Star Wars audio adventure about like a new hope. And I remember loving it because um, it had like all this stuff with Biggs in it, and like oh, all this the, stuff in the beginning. The NPR, all the the radio, NPR radio drama. Yeah, yeah the radio is that what it was? Okay, yeah. it was the radio dramas then. Okay, it was yeah. still different than that. Then I don't know if there is audio books for these. I mean, there are. They're the films, yeah. right? But <laughs> <laughs> audio visual I mean, books. You just close your eyes while you're watching them. There you go, audio books. So <laughs> That's it. you know, I like that you said back when you could do that, as if it wasn't illegal back then. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, I don't mean I don't mean and illegal. I mean possible. Just, uh, just, I have like I have like eight computers in this room. And None of them have a disk drive. Yeah, I have a so, disk I mean, drive. That's I mean. So that's the thing. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Wow. Well, all right. Hey, let's. Uh, that that's a great pick. We're, let's all do one more um, on these because we got obviously our our backlogs are so much longer than this, which again shows <laughs> how long we could go. Uh, you have no I have idea. One, <laughs> dude, I have one here that is again curious. If you know me and know what I like that I haven't read, but a very specific reason, and it's the Rogue One novelization. By yeah. Alexander Freed. I love Freed's mm. work. I Beautiful love work. Rogue One. I read, I think, the prologue for this one time, and it's all about Galen. I'm like, oh, cool. I, admittedly, have a little bit of a tough time with novelizations. And I think it's... Yes, I mean, that's a common thing. It's man. tough. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen the movie. I don't want to watch... I don't want to read the book. That's, it's very common. Yeah. Yes. Which is crazy, though, because for those of you that have listened to us for a while... You remember on our <laughs> Andrew in the chat is not happy with me for not reading this. Um, <laughs> if you remember our Rise of the Skywalker um, novelization pod, we all 
loved that book for explaining a lot of the issues that we had with the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's great. Now, the problem is I don't have issues with Rogue One. It's phenomenal. But yeah. <laughs> I know the way Rogue that uh, Freed writes war is so good. And I know I would love it, but I, I have this guilt in my head that's like, I have video games I got to play. I have new books I got to read that I feel like I yeah. can't go back to a story. And I'm going to say right here and now on the show, that's ridiculous. I <laughs> should is. read it this. Is. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's you know um, you can have a whole you can have a whole philosophical conversation about this, but we have this weird obsession with entertainment in society. Like you have to be entertained yeah. all the time. I put I put a I put a uh, a a like phone stand in my shower so I can watch a YouTube video while I take a shower. Yeah. Like it's well, ridiculous. I, I gotta listen like, to a I mean, podcast. Yeah, let's do a like, podcast. It's, it's content, content. content. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you we have to be entertained twenty four seven. So I think it, I think it falls into that. It's like it, it's hard to. It's hard to want to read a novelization, particularly something you've seen over and over and over again, because like the details are in there, but they're very small, and there's going to be a lot of dialogue that you've seen a thousand times. But yeah. I don't know. I think you have to you have to take a novelization. It has to be like the only book you take on vacation or something like that. Yeah, right? that's like, a great you point. Have to, like you have to be like, this is the book I'm going to read. I have this dedicated time. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to get a, a lot of enjoyment out of it. And if you do that, then you can get through a novelization. I, I always I've had, bring, I had to do that with Attack of the Clones. I always <laughs> bring at fair. least three books when I go on vacation. And I only I, ever yeah, touch one of them, but I have to have options. That's exactly how I do. I would love I'm excited to, have, to go on vacation and figure that out. Yes. <laughs> I, I would love to have... I know we've talked about the Phantom Menace novelization like with a whole episode pretty early on on the show. We obviously did mm-hmm. the roundtable on mm-hmm. The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I think we did one of our early like, uh, like Facebook roundtables on the solo novelization, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, Merlaferty's. That was great. I love yeah. that book. Oh, that was a really good one. I, I would love to eventually, though, have read all of the novelizations and to just have <laughs> a discussion agree. related to all of them. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, hey, oh, my God. Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, oh, yeah. one, that book one of the so best good. books of all time. So it's, uh, it is. Yeah, the I'm an idiot. Is what I'm saying. This, Which what is a perfect say? segue into Wes's book. <laughs> yes. Oh right. my. Wes. Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Holy crap! You got to be Sir. kidding me. Do you even work here? Just go read it right now. I have Just turn the camera off. Get off the show. Go read Never that book. Never read right. this book. <laughs> much to much to. That was not the button I meant to press, but it works, I guess. <laughs> Much to all of the reasoning that y'all have talked about, I've already seen the movie. Why do I need to read the book? Yet it is in the top five, and I've just never gotten around it, to reading it. So that <laughs> haven't read the story, but that You've seen the movie, <laughs> but you don't know the story. That novelization go. in particular is is the exception to that rule. I will say because I, it is uh, done so uniquely and distinctly. It's not the it's not the same movie. It might as well not exactly, even be the same movie. Exactly. Just because you've read the movie does not mean that you have experienced that story until you have read okay. that book. Andrew is stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl in the chat also says she hasn't read I've it. Heard yes, all right. You guys have to things. read this book. Yeah. You're going to be mad when you finish it. It's so yeah. good. Like right. it's like And here's the perfect timing, right? Maybe maybe this is why we did this episode. This is it because here's the deal. <laughs> Thrawn Greater Good came out end of April. Uh-huh. The next mm-hmm. canon release is 2 months away in Rising Storm. We know we're trying to plan episodes. So yeah. you have a 2 month I mean I don't know how long it's going to take to read those books. Everyone reads differently. But there's a two-month window between canon releases. If you, you haven't read Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> read Revenge of the Sith. Do you remember when you convinced me to buy Dune 
And I had to. I've never read <laughs> oh no, that book. Wes! Here's the thing: I have never read Dune. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, was lying. <laughs> I was lying. Uh, this might be this might be a this might be a good episode to revisit to like force ourselves all to read a book we haven't yeah, read. That's here's an like, Yeah, in like two months or something, we should just do that. So, also, here's here a question: go. Our Patreon. We mentioned earlier Patreon events. You guys want inebriated trivia is on the table. Also, like, uh, we did it because we mentioned Revenge of the Sith. Uh, we did our Phantom Menace commentary. If you want to tackle the clones, we can do that too. Yeah. Like, build those up. We could do that. But I agree. Let's, let's, I'm going to make a note after this episode for us to see if we made any progress on our backlog. So, would you say that yeah. I need to read this one before Dark Disciple? Yes, bro. Yes. Before anything. You just <laughs> start talking tonight. now. I, when don't we get even off read the Thrawn. Zoom, just read this it. book. <laughs> Either of those is a great choice. All right, guys. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got rid of Charles. That's all no! I what did I do? <laughs> all right, Corey. That's that's a that's a big one to follow. What's your last book that you haven't read? Um, my my last book I haven't read is also a combination of books. Is the Aftermath trilogy. Oh, I've never dang. finished the Aftermath trilogy. I have read, uh, which is what a lot of people do. I've read the first one, which is just called uh, um, Aftermath. Uh-huh. Right? I've read the first one. I've never gotten around to the other two, uh, Life Debt and Empire's End. And everybody universally agrees that Empire's End is phenomenal. Yeah, it's and an like epic. totally yeah. concludes <laughs> the trilogy beautifully. But like I've just never gotten around to do it. I didn't really like Aftermath that much. Um, I don't care that Chuck Wendig is kind of a jerk on Twitter. It had nothing to do with Chuck Wendig. I didn't yep. care about that at Writing all. Writing style's weird. I, I didn't, yes, when I read it back then, I didn't even know that people hated Chuck Wendig. So, like, you know, yeah. I was an innocent bystander. I just didn't really enjoy the story that much of the, or the book. It was a weird writing style, and um, like the characters were very different from other canon characters at the time. Mister Bones is amazing. Like this, like that's <laughs> yeah. a fantastic one. Um, but the book was weird, and I just it just felt weird to me, and so I just never got around to reading it, uh, reading the rest of them. And uh, I think I also read Aftermath when only Aftermath was out, which means I would have had That's to wait tough. for the other ones to come out. Mm. So, you know, we're spoiled now because you can just be like, I'm going to read the whole trilogy at one time. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Aftermath but. is one I've heard because of its writing style is especially great for audiobooks because I know that you have, like, your, your transit point. time. That this, this, this might be the one to go yeah, back and just do audiobooks one. all the way through because it's a lot of it's a present idea. tense stuff. And Mark Thompson is doing all three of them, and obviously he's the GOAT. That's right. That is correct. That could be legit. And it's and also it's tough because, you know, for a lot of you listening that maybe your year this year, for whatever reason, maybe didn't have as much travel time as it used to. And audiobooks, like, as the world opens up again and maybe you go more places, remember, utini.com slash audible. Get your free audiobook on Utini. But also, you know, get some of those old books on Audible, um, on audio, yeah. so you don't have to, like... You know, I eventize new books. I like to sit in the chair and read the book, and it's like a whole thing. But old books, I can throw on the radio and check them out. So yeah. that could be cool. Also, I love Aftermath. They're my as, – as, as you've heard on this show before. So <laughs> interesting. All right, Charles, bring us home, man. All right. Uh, um, I don't think you guys probably saw this one coming. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It's Kenobi, um, isn't it? It's not, it's not <laughs> Kenobi. I may, have, I may have read that once or twice. Um, this is a book that is linked to Wes's choice in a way. Um, and that is because it is also written by Matthew Stover. I'm, I'm keeping with my theme recently of loving on Mace Windu because I have hey! chosen oh my Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover. Same. Um, Same. I, I, listen, I... I recently, or not that recently, a few months back, 
it's probably like over a year ago at this point. What is time? Um, <laughs> I, read, I read some of the Clone Wars novels, uh, which I didn't read back in the day when they were actually being released. Um, and I've really, really enjoyed them, actually. And so I have a feeling that this is going to be very similar. Um, I think it might give me more of an appreciation for Mace Windu. And I think Revenge of the Sith is maybe the only Star Wars book... Well, how many is Stover even written? I think it might be the only one I've read by Stover. A couple. Uh, Shadows of Mindor. He wrote a Luke book as well. Okay. I know. Yep, but I didn't read that. wasn't wasn't also very popular. Yeah, it's also shocking that like he wrote Ridge of the Sith because his other stuff is not on the same. Qual- not yeah, the same. not as loved Maybe as much. Maybe this will be. We just don't know yet. It's not. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, hey, I I've heard, I've heard that one. It is one of the it is one of the ones well, in recent memory that like I was like, if you're not convinced that Mace Windu is a douchebag now, read the book and you're extra convinced. <laughs> He's a douchebag. I, I did like, just open the book Susan. randomly to page 132, and I know this isn't an episode of Lightspeed Skipping, but uh, there's a character <laughs> named Nick, which is which is a fine Nick. name, <laughs> but it just doesn't feel all that Star Wars when I open it. Well, up. how'd they spell uh, it? How'd they spell it? Uh, N-I-C-K. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Nick. Oh, that's not good. I know. <laughs> I know. He he like he talks so much about his lightsaber form and it's the like pod okay, bro. Whatever, like yeah. get a room yeah, with yourself, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I started I started Shadow Point I think two years ago and never finished it. And then I bought the hardcover because I like to collect things, as USC yep. you did as well. I did. But I also ordered it in that new legend because it's the one of the first three legends essentials that's coming out. That's right. It. That's right. <laughs> I love Andrew's comment. He says, Shatterpoint makes me feel conflicted. What's greater, my love of Stover or hatred of Windu? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Andrew also says he wrote Traitor uh, of oh, yeah. the and New Jedi Order yeah. series. Yep. Yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. and before we move on, listen, I'm going to give you all another peek behind the curtain. I'm the only one that showed up. Up to tonight's episode with only three books and everyone else said they had way more and i had to run and go get more but i've only said three books so just quick honorable mentions because i ran and i got oh, yeah uh specter of the it. past by timothy zahn okay because i've read yep. so yep. much thrawn including the original thrawn trilogy um i already know all the twists and turns so that's probably why i haven't gotten around to it and then my fifth book that I brought is The Truce at Bakura. And this is mostly because of Legends Look Back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my boy Freddy. Freddy. Right? Yes. Gotta be. <laughs> Freddy has talked about this so much, and I've heard so much about it that I absolutely have to get around to reading this sooner or later. Dinosaurs, man. I, Dinosaurs. Here, I'll, I'll join the train. Honorable mentions. Uh, uh, this one right here, Ooh. Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. Yes, so uh, good. Speaking of Revenge of the Sith as well. I've, so uh, I know I'm going to dig it. I've read I that. I know it's... <laughs> See, I heard it's great. I've if heard you it's actually really the read darkness that, Vader. if you actually read yeah, that like good. the Dark Lord trilogy, the way they, you know, if you read yeah, those three good, books yeah. together, really, really, really nice. Yeah. So, oh, and this was uh, Anthony Laughlin's Christmas present from 2005 that he gave away to thrift <laughs> books. Okay. Yeah, well. That's lovely. <laughs> Uh, all right, my two honorable mentions. I've never read A New Dawn, uh, canon book oh. all about uh, Rebels character. This is this funny Pretty enough. Good. I think this is the I think this is the only book that my wife has read that I have not read. Oh dang! Like, this is sure. one of the ones that she has read. Uh, I also have the Lost Tribe of the Sith, the collected mm. stories books. I never got around. So to John Jackson Peter, Miller, is, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. These yeah. both are written by John Jackson Miller. <laughs> I like him too. I don't know why I haven't read these. This one's weirdly shaped. I don't like this size. Like what's up? Why? Why is this? That's why you have read this. It, it doesn't. It's strange. Why it is, is it a odd. size? Is that what it's, the it's, the legends, the new legends books are going to be shaped like? Are, Ooh, maybe. No, I think we decided. Well, I think we decided no. I thought we decided they're going to be mass market paperback size. Yeah. No, we? they got rid of mass market <laughs> paperback. I'm still confused. No. <laughs> no, 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 we'll no, see no. when they get here. Now? 
Okay, well, that might be okay. If there's more books coming out, they're going to be this size, and it'll be fine. Cause <laughs> oh, hey. It'll be the only book on the shelf that's like But this. you say that in the chat, uh, New Dawn, apparently. Spice Den just got the hardcover of a New Dawn, one of the yeah. most valuable right. ones. Yeah. And CV says she's reading a New Dawn right now. So, again, nice. never awesome. too late nice. to go back. Yeah. Honorable mention, um, we already talked about it. Aftermath. Boom. Yep. yep. Yeah, Aftermath yep. series. And no dust cover, but this is Catalyst. Catalyst. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super Look solid. We talked Sino. about, but I have not read yet. Love that thrift book love sticker Catalyst. right there. Love Catalyst. <laughs> Took me a long time to get through it, but man, I love yeah. me some Rogue One. So, <clears throat> Well, here, to round out the show then, let's let's go through the ones we've said, and let's see if we can come to a consensus on what we think <clears throat> each person's next backlog read should be. I think that'd be fun. All right. Okay. So All right. I had... Uh, oh, God, this is a mistake. <clears throat> so I had Outbound Flight, the Corellian Trilogy, the Rogue One <clears throat> novelization... And the rise of Darth Vader. Anybody have strong opinions? Rise of Darth Ooh. Vader for me, but that is because okay. it is Rot's time period, and that is my favorite. Mm. That's your thing, man. I would say outbound uh, flight. Okay. I would say pick up the throne. Uh, I'm going to break the tie and go with Charles. I think you should also read the Darth Vader book. All right. Yeah. I, if I remember correctly, that book has a whole bunch of stuff of, of Anakin like figuring out like how shitty how it is to have to be in the this suit. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's it's really it's, descriptive. It's, yeah, it's it great. is, cool. and it's really it's really good and dark, and it's like, man, being Darth Vader sucks. <laughs> so, here, so here's what I'll do. I will. So right now, uh, folks watching and listening, I am going through the Legends, uh, the Legends Insider Collection Volume One. I'm reading those before bed. I'm really enjoying those. Uh, so either when I finish that, or if I need a book just to read. You know, a, a little more lengthy. I'll I'll grab Rise of Darth Darth Vader unless you know if the if the if the gods smile upon me and the higher public books come in a little bit. We'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, all right, <laughs> so Rise of Darth Vader, that's mine. Wes, let's vote on you. What did you? Okay, again? let's vote on me. So I had Dark Disciple. That was mm. oh, Wes has really good list. books. Yes. This is gonna be hard. So I had, definitely had Dark Disciple. <laughs> I had down here at the bottom. Uh, I had Revan as my other cut. So I had yep. Revan. And then we had Revenge of the Sith. So, uh, oh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. But closely <laughs> followed by Dark Disciple. Seriously. Yes, yes. I agreed. So, number one. You need, to, you need to get off the podcast right now two. and read Revenge of the Sith. I'll put it on I the back of my... I cannot believe <laughs> this has never came up before, Wes. How is this never He's 111 up? episodes. He's going to send us a picture. He's going to send us a picture of him with bags under his eyes tomorrow. Like, I finished it. <laughs> I know I'm what it's sorry. like to be Anakin I'm sorry. Skywalker. I send y'all all flowers or something. I'm gonna go put flowers. this on the back of my toilet and I'll make sure. Yes. I, <laughs> I want an edible arrangement. Send me an edible arrangement. I gotta stop watching right. TikTok on the toilet so I can read a book. All right, Corey, what do you got? <laughs> I have the Aftermath trilogy. Okay. Um, I have the Han Solo adventures and the uh, Lando book, uh, and uh, Shadows of the Empire slash Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Ooh, Ooh tough. a lot. That's I, I'm good. gonna I'm gonna say the daily uh, Han Solo adventures. That's my vote. Okay, and uh, it'll it'll segue nicely into uh, into the World's Fair thing that's going on in the High Republic because at, at one point or another Han <laughs> pretends to be part of a traveling space circus. So that's fun. Well, dang, okay. I I'm I'm gonna give the aftermath a vote for me, whether okay. audiobook or reading. I think either one could work. Yeah. And I'm gonna go Splinter of the Mind's Eye because I think you need to get a little, oh my get a little weird with your because you hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emma it's in the chat says read. aftermath. 
just aftermath trilogy too. But I don't think I can blow through three books. Like I don't think that's gonna be possible. No, I, th- I, so. I, I think make that make that your 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 to and from work audiobooks. I think that's what you should do with yeah, those. That's pretty good. Take, yeah. take Instead your time. of Thrawn, which I'm only like two chapters in. No, okay. read Thrawn. It seems like, like a bad a, idea. <laughs> read Thrawn. There's there's too many names to listen to Thrawn for me. I, I'll be honest. I was I trying to audiobook yeah. it and too many people. It was yeah. hard. It was hard. All right. Uh, Charles. Charles. All right. So uh, mine were Bloodline by Claudia Gray, mm-hmm. A New Hope, uh, Shatterpoint by Matthew Stover, Spectre of the Past, Timothy Zahn, or Truce of Bakura by Kathy Tires. Mm. Bloodline. It was real good. Bloodline, Bloodline I got to vote for. Eric says, okay. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with um, the Star Wars, the special Star Wars edition. Ooh, thing. Okay. The novelization of A New Hope. A New, A New Hope. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to go with Truce of Bakura. So, you know, read mm. all three. Make us all happy. Right. Chat. <laughs> I Chat. Bloodline Chat. Emma. Right. Emma and me. I'm ready to do the same thing that Eric uh, did. I'm ready to pledge to everyone that's listening to this podcast and watching this live show. Um, I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you. I will probably not read any of these books anytime soon. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a very we'll busy try. man, and there are other books coming out. But when the time comes, I will read yeah. Bloodline. Well, hey, Spice Den makes a good point, too. One that we, none of us mentioned because we've all read it and, or experienced it. Shatterpoint. Um, Don't read Shatterpoint. <laughs> where he says, speaking of the World's Fair, it might be time to revisit Dooku Jedi Lost. Another great one. Yes. Love the show. Yep. So, uh, but as we close out, just, just a reminder. If you have a backlog, everyone does, right? There's no shame in it. But if you if you got a book that you've been thinking about, Pick three or four, decide which one you want to start with, and just plunge in. If you don't want to, stop. Go to the next one, right? Because we're Star Wars collectors. The point is you have it on your shelf, right? Let's be honest. We all wanted to see them on our shelves. Oh, So on that note, though, everyone, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks for telling us what to read next. But that will do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon... Thank you so much for your support. We can't wait to see what you want us to do next. Again, go into our Living Force and our patron Discord channels. Tell us what you want the next reward to be. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council. And Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Henkel. And Wes is at BossWes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me tonight. Thanks to all of you in the chat. Make sure to check out our other shows this week. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.